Blog Talk Radio. Mike. Yes, sir. Blog Talk Radio. Hold on. Hold on a second. There is a word especially for you. Good morning. My name is Gray Bun, and I am 11 years old. You're listening to Free on the Inside, my papa, Diggy Joe Lewis. Well, good morning. Welcome once again to our weekly internet broadcast. I'm your host, Brother Joe Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside, an internet program to inform you and to encourage you and to challenge you to be all you can be in Christ Jesus. We're in for a great time this morning. We're bringing on two guests that's going to uh, share some information to you with you that's dear to their heart. But before we bring on our guests, we'd just like to say good morning to Beverly Beasley and Chandra Lewis, who's the, uh, the sponsor of this here program over at Granite's Place. Granite Place is a non-profit uh, organization that's uh, meeting the needs of our young men and women at risk there. You can go to that website and uh, and see what Granite's Place have going on. You can... Uh, Click on to their various links and see what activities they have up for the for the month of September. They also have a volunteer section, uh, so I would like for you to go to that site and just uh, log on and see what uh, volunteer opportunities are available for you. You know, because as we go through life, we develop some skills that we can share with other people, and I, and and what a valuable skill that you may possess that you can share with a young man or young woman. And I also like to say hello to. Uh, Pastor Richard Terry over at the First Free Will Baptist Church. That's where we host our bi-weekly computer training class over there. And the class is going great. We have some young men that are uh, learning computer skills. They learn the internal workings of the computer, and they're developing some skills that will last a lifetime. But before we go any further, we'd just like to bring on our guest this morning. He's going to introduce himself to you and tell you about the mission uh, which God had put to his hands. Good morning, Mikey on the net. Well, God bless you this morning, Deacon Lewis. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to be able to speak to your your listening audience. And I would like to wish them all a blessed day and a blessed day in Christ Jesus. Uh, I would like to kind of I would kind of like to bring bring uh, to the table this morning uh, one of the things that's very dear to me, and it's a program that we look at as an outreach program, both for young men and older men, but mostly for the young boys, and it's growing boys into men the right way. And I, I believe that this is some not only something that is near and dear to, to my heart, but it's near and dear to the young men and to the older men who have kind of slipped away, slipped through the cracks, if you will. We find we find that today in today's society we don't have programs that really touch on all three parts where where there are some things that, the, the young men won't and the older men wish that they would have done, but they didn't have an opportunity to due, due to your scheduling, due to all the hustle and bustle of life. And, and we just simply have to get to the point to where we reach back and touch bases with the things that are dear to people. Your recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, 
Press one. And when we get to that, when we get to those, when we get to those three. points, for delivery we have options, to press reach four. back and say to, to, to the young men and to, to the young boys. Press star. We're to here for message now. We're, we're here to try to take you into up. some of the things that either your imagination let you down on or your parents were unable to do for you. To replay your message, one of the examples is simply going fishing. your message, press three. Going, going fishing, some of the young brothers have simply forgotten how to do it. To when to do it, message, when made themselves start. available to it. To Even things now, like flying kites, or hang up. Build, building a kite from the ground up and teaching them the importance of not just the kite, to but the aerodynamics message, of the kite. One. To delete and we reach back and we try to teach three. them that, you know, hands-on options, is more important than sending them press down six. in front of a TV or sending them down allowing them to play video to games. Send this message them. Now. Time press is one of the most precious things that God has put in front of us to take and be able to share with one another. Your message and has been sent. Thank you for using T-Mobile Voicemail. We, Goodbye. We get to the point to where we have to enjoy life that God has created for us and give us the things that we're looking for in life. Unfortunately, we have failed to bridge the gap between all three generations, between the young man, the little boy, and the old man, because there are some things that we all long for. And we can have men convocations and we can have men groups and we can have all the gatherings that we want. But if we just fail to take the liberty and fail to take the message from the four walls that we find ourselves gathered in, then yet and still the youth and the young man has slipped through the cracks because they have failed to let their voice be heard and we have failed to listen to what they're really saying. But the only way that we can be great fishers, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You, I'm just going to chime in on that. Man, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. As I do juvenile ministry and I go to the various places, I see our young men, uh, just uh, they are searching for something. And what they, mm-hmm. uh, what they and the thing that they are finding are devastating to their health and their future. And I'm so glad that there's ministries mm-hmm. like yours and, and people like yourself that's willing to invest some time in our young men to grow them up the right way. And, and we we have we we make we can come up with all the excuses in the world when it comes down to time. You know, I, I've I've got to go to work, or I've got to go across town, and I got to go do this, and I got to go do that. And unfortunately for us, we don't really realize. Most men do not realize that ten minutes of your time can change the lifetime and the direction of a child. Ten minutes. Yes, it can. Uh, what, ask yourself, ask yourself, what can be accomplished in 10 minutes? You can sit down and teach them how to draw. You can sit down, you can teach them how to color a book. You can wrap your arms around him, throw him up in the air, tell him that you love him. You can show him that it doesn't take a lot. And you know what that little kid is really asking for? That's all he's asking for is 10 minutes of your time. And that's that can be a complete stranger. That can be your son, that can be your nephew, that can be your niece. It does not matter. They just want that 10 minutes of your time dedicated to them. And just ask yourself, did my 10 minutes save that young man's life from going out there dealing drugs? Did that 10 minutes keep him from going down to the liquor store and pulling a gun? Did that 10 minutes keep him from walking out there and doing something that was just totally against the law? Did my 10 minutes go wasted, or did I take my 10 minutes and I go across town 
did I take my 10 minutes and I forget to give a hug or did I forget to give a kind word? Did I take 10 minutes and forget to teach a scripture? Did I take 10 minutes and not take the time to say, hey, I used to do something as a kid. My mom taught me how to do it. We begin to memorize the books of the Bible. Or take 10 minutes of your day and say, okay, tomorrow we're going to sit down and we're going to name three scriptures that we have memorized that were important to us. It doesn't matter what's important to me, but if it's important to him, 10 minutes shouldn't be that hard to sacrifice. Yeah, yes, that's so true. That's so true. You know, as I, I mentor several young men, you know, in one of our mentoring sections, I brought in a bag of neckties, and I talked to young men on how to tie a tie. And that is something that even though people don't wear very much tie, there's always a need to know those skills. Those skills will last a lifetime. But but how long did it take you to teach it? How long did it take you to teach it? About <laughs> 10 minutes. And there you after, go. After the session was over with, uh, one of the little, one of the young men came in and he grabbed a bag of neckties and he started practicing himself, you know, because they realized the value of that. They may not, you know, do it on a regular basis, but I, I remember when someone taught me when I was a young man how to tie a tie. I found myself going through life. I was tying people tied in, in uh, high school, at, uh, especially events, and then in college, and then in, <laughs> in, in, in special several brothers could tie a tie. Here I am tying a tie. And it's just a little skill like that. But Mike, I love the way you put that, man, to teach them the little basic skills, man, of how to work on cars and, and how to interact with people and how to have a relationship. Some That's people it. don't know how to have a proper relationship. Hey man, if you if you I was I was walking through the mall. I'll give you a great example. I was walking through the mall with my daughter and her two her best friend. Now, when we were walking as little boys going anywhere, man, we were laughing and giggling and going back and forth and going back and forth. Mind you, they were only at arm's reach. And they had their little cell phones. And they were texting each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you could walk through the mall and you could drive in your car and you see everybody text message. The interaction of with, with the personal side has been lost. And that's the way it is even with us with Christ. We haven't sat down long enough to interact with him so that we can tr- we can take that knowledge and pass it on. You think, If you think about it, just the, the necktie alone was beautiful. But that only took a little while. And that's something that that little man may be sitting, you may walk up to your next banker, and that same young man that you taught to tie the tie is sitting behind that desk and saying to you, Brother Lewis, do you know when you taught me how to tie that tie? Man, I said I could keep I didn't have to wear a T-shirt no more. I didn't have to wear gangbang colors anymore. I could put me a shirt and tie on. I could go to church. I could go to the choir. I could... Man, I made up my mind to be the president of my class. Man, I made up my mind to be the president of this organization. And then all of a sudden I said, you know, I could go a little further than that. Matter of fact, I want to become the president of the United States. It's open to us. That's, that's, that's so true. That's so true. We never realized the little bit, uh, the little bit, a uh, little amount of time and effort that we uh, instilled with our young men and our young women. It makes a difference because as I go down to the jail, I see young men are crying out. They're looking for guidance, and what they're getting is not sufficient to meet their needs because they find themselves getting drawn back into that crazy lifestyle, brother. 
Oh, and that's right. the purpose of this show, being free on the inside, allowing men to, that have went through some things. None of us is perfect, man. We all have made there some mistakes there along the way. But, you know, after we have been restored and after we know better, we do better through Christ Jesus. You know, oh. Peter, said, Peter, Peter, when you are restored, you just strengthen your brother. And that's a call for all of us. Once we don't oh, my Lord, that's us. it. Once we can turn this thing around and we can reach back and tell our young man and say, hey, brother, I done been there. Those things don't profit you anything. You know, it's only uh, only for a short while, but in, but in long term and in, in eternity, it, it profits you nothing. And, and the young men have a sense of that. They know that. They need somebody to tell them that. They just need to hear it from somebody. And, and, and it's so true. But how many times have we just clammed up? I I'll speak for in my childhood, in my days, and as I grew older, my father now is beginning to share some things with me I wish that he would have shared with me in my childhood. It would have made a difference. It would have made things clear. For for example, if you, you think about the young man that may be incarcerated right now, he may be incarcerated because he was out there doing drugs, trying to push drugs, thinking that there was no way out. You look at the other young man who said, you know, I took a gun and I went down to the convenience store and I robbed the convenience store and I got $25. And in return for $25, I got 25 years. Now, 25 years are lost behind $25. When we could have taken that same young man and said, hey, tell me some of the things that you want to do. And maybe I don't know, but together we're going to get the proper information. And we'll hand it down to you, and we'll go from there. But instead, you know what we'll do? We'll turn a cold shoulder, and we'll take our 10 minutes, and we'll walk away. And I'm so glad if you think about it, when even when Christ, if you don't think the youth was important, if you could think about Christ when he sat down to look at the multitude, the Bible says first he looked at the multitude. And when he seen the multitude, he seen that there was a need. And the multitude was just gathered. And he said unto his disciples to go look for food. And say, when he came back, the message was very simple. He said, I found a young lad, and the young lad had lunch. And Jesus asked for the young lad to bring it to him. And he took those two fish and those five barley loaves, and he multiplied them. And then some people want to go to asking a question on how is it so? And if you go back and you study a little theology, the theology tells you that even the things that God took and he broke it. And every time he broke it, he continued to multiply. Well, you know as well as I know, fish don't do anything but multiply. And if you take a little wheat from the field and you create a little water and a little yeast and you begin to fix it up, that makes your bread. Yes. So the wheat the wheat just kept multiplying and so did the fish. And from that it says that five thousand M E N not including women and children, but five thousand M E N were fed. And when 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 I go to the young man I say, you know the beauty of learning how to fish is I could either bring you a sandwich or I could take you and teach you how to fish. And you can feed yourself for a lifetime. How much knowledge do you have over the course of your life that you have failed to share? Not because you didn't want to share it, 
but you didn't have anybody to share it with. Amen, amen. Mike, we're going to break here for a station break, and we're going to come right back. This is a great conversation, my man. Just yeah, hold on there for a second. Good morning. My name is Gray Bun, and I am 11 years old. You're listening to Free on the Inside, my papa, Diggy Joe Lewis. Oh, what a great guest we have this morning. Well, Michael is on on the line here, and he's sharing with us the important deal to giving back, the important deal to invest some time in our young men. He's a part of a ministry, or one of many things that he is doing that time, growing a young man up the right way. I like that, growing a young man the right way. You know, a lot of times young men, they've been grown, they've been tossed and turned, they've been pulled in different directions, but are they, are they being led in the right direction? That's where we have men of purpose, men that have a higher standard in their life, and men that's willing to stop take time and invest it in the life of our young men. And as this conversation is going on here, we give you an opportunity to call in and, and join in on the conversation. That number would be one three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Again the number is one three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. You're not give you an opportunity to join in on the conversation. Now Mike, as we was discussing a while ago, you know, the what do you see based on your experience, one of the needs of our young men or some of the needs of our young men? If I can only tell you how great the cry, you know, I I understand that we we as parents, we as members of community, we want to get everyone kind of involved in an academic criteria. Unfortunately, that's not the cry of every child. There there can only be one Michael Jordan. There can only be one quarterback. There can only be one football player. And so many people want. Man, I'm gonna get that great contract. I'm gonna get that out of the ghetto. I'm attitude, and unfortunately for us, we got to realize that there's a gate of only one for a certain in particular things, and we we don't want that to be your focus because if you fail at that, then what's your results? Where 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 do you go if you don't make that? So what you have to do is you have to let the children kind of lead you first. So you'll have an ideal. And young men today, everybody says the same identical thing. I want the bling bling, and I want the big shoes, and I want the jerseys, and nobody is giving them a direction to go get them. So they're looking and listening to the little fellow who comes up there saying, man, I work for the dope man, and look at the money that's in my pocket. I will give my best example I can give of that is a young man walked to me at 14 years old. 14 years old, he said, man, I got more money in my pocket right now than you'll ever have during the time that you're going to be working out here working for the man. And he pulled out a wad of money, and I think he he should roughly show me about $3,000 at 14 years old. He said, and I keep this money in my pocket every day. And I asked him a simple question. I say, how much money does it take to bury you? And a young man looked at me puzzled, baffled. He said, well, what what are you trying to get at? I say, baby, the road that you're on, a lot of men have already traveled. Some of them have died and not even been found until the city coroner comes along and he finds a dead body or the police officer comes along and has to identify how much money does it take to bury you? 
one of the most powerful ministries that I believe I'd ever seen was this young man. He was out of Fort Worth, Texas. He he owned a funeral home, and he used to get in his hearse around midnight, and he would go to the worst sections of the city. And in the worst sections of the city, he would get to the back of the hearse, and he would begin to pull out the coffin and struggling. But he would make sure that he was gathered around where he knew were gangbangers and dope slangers would be. And they would rush over and they would help him. And when he'd get it pulled out, he'd set it up on the grass and he'd say, I appreciate you. He'd say, but now if you don't mind, can I go ahead and measure you? And the young people would look at him and they were just totally confused. And they'd ask, why are you going to measure us? He'd say, because as a mortician, first thing I have to do is take measurements of you in order to be able to put you off in here. And just as sure as you're doing what you're doing, you're going to meet this thing right here. Wow. And so many so many youth were changed by from that one action of reality check. And we have to get to the point to where we stop softening the blow and tell them the truth. We're not perfect. We have made some mistakes. But, baby, there's a different way than a drug man. There's a different way. There's a, God has given us a lot of things right at our fingertips. As a matter of fact, he goes and tells us, he said, I will supply your every need according to what? His riches in glory. Now, my question is, if he's already got riches, why don't we? ever really ask him for it, and then trust him and believe him strong enough for him to give it to us. That's now, so that's, that's where Brother Paul goes back and asks us, where is your faith? James Cleveland wrote a song so long ago that I remember, but his question was very simple. A Christian talking to his backslider, where is your faith? In God. That's so true. That's so true. Mike, this has been a great conversation, man. This could go all and on, but we're winding down. We have another guest <laughs> coming on. And I pray that you're able oh. to uh, uh, just continue to listen to this program because, you know, we're on the Internet and we're live there, brother. And, you know, you, this show and all our shows are archived. I mean, you can go back and listen to them 24-7, and you can share them with your family, friends, and whoever that you want to share it with, okay? I will do, I will do that. This has been a joy. This has been a great joy. And I am tuned in, and I am listening, sir. Well, God bless you, God bless. We thank you for being a part of our internet family. And Mike, I will never leave this program without asking you to come back again, do a follow-up because your ministry really touched my heart. I mean, the ministry that you're involved in and growing a young man uh, the right way, and there's a great need for that. There's a great need because if we see our young men are sagging. I did a, uh, I did a in part of our ministry is that I, I did a. a, a I did a uh, deal on our, in our ministry program, uh, in our mentoring program, rather. I did a deal uh-huh, on why, uh-huh. uh, why you're not wearing a belt. And I was talking to All the right. men and why they're not pulling themselves up. Because if they're not going to pull their pants up, they're going to be pulled down by the things around them. And I've used the instance of how you can, uh, how you can uh, 
slip and fall on the little bitty things because you're not girded up, just like your shoelaces. Shoelaces don't right. really think much of, but if they're not tied up, they pull you down. And your pants <laughs> not pull up, it drags you down. And the young man got to look it. And I know, I guess we share these things with people, and you could probably attest to it. Sometimes they don't seem to get it at that time, but once they think about it and they reflect on it, then they say, hey, wait a minute. You know, maybe old school was up to something. <laughs> maybe <laughs> was up to something, you know. Now, that, that is a positive message that if you don't mind, I'm going to borrow, and I'm going to take it with me it was, in my message. Well, you go right. That, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And, and that's what our program is about, man. We bring on guests and uh, people to share uh, or share their life experience and and the ministries that they're involved in to make a difference in our young men. So we done had a, a, a great number of people down here, but we thank God for allowing people like yourself to come on here, brother. I'm honored that you would take time out to share your life experience to our listening audience. And guess what, Mike? It makes a difference in someone's life. It makes a difference. Someone's going to hear this, and they gonna, and their life going to be changed. And we would never, ever see them, but we know that it makes a difference. I want you to know I this this has been a blessing to me just just to be able to share the moment with with a person. To, and, and like I said, ten minutes. Ten minutes could change the life and the direction of a person. Amen. Ten minutes. Amen. That is so true. That's so true. We are we got a two minutes on here, Mike, before we end this here broadcast. We're gonna bring our next guest. So, won't you just uh, give us a word of encouragement for someone that wants to be in, uh, wants to be actively involved in the life of a young person? If you have an organization that you can uh, attach them to, or just encourage them, you know, to be actively involved in the life of our young people. Because as we drive by, we them, we say, "What's wrong with that kid? What's what's wrong? Maybe that's you're not involved. Maybe that's what's wrong with them." And and you 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 said it best. I will I, I will say to every young man and every young woman that can and that will, if you don't belong to a church, if you're not active in a a church organization, and you're not active in a community organization, the big boys, big girls clubs of America, they're really something, and they really reach out and touch people. But I also want to say, go to your local YMCA if you can, if you will. Volunteer to be a coach. Reach out to some of these young people where they are. They will tell you things that you would not believe that is going on in their own home, and they will give much respect for somebody who stands up in the community and makes a difference. Make a difference in a child's life. Take 10 minutes. Don't care if you know them by name or by face, but take 10 minutes. But if you fail to do any of that, tell somebody today that Jesus lives. Tell somebody. Tell anybody. Tell everybody. Oh, well, that is so true, my brother. God bless you. It's been a great interview. Mike, as we get ready to end this portion of the show here, man, we want to thank you once again for coming on. And we know God is going to do some great things through you and through your ministry, brother. We want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. It makes a difference. God bless you. God keep you. God bless the ministry. And thank you again for being a part of my life. Amen. God God bless you. And we'll be talking soon. I'll be looking forward to it. All right. God bless you. 
God bless, bless you. Me. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Hey man, what a great interview we had uh, with Mike. Though, hey man, we're growing a young man the right way. You know that's powerful. Eh? You know we be thinking about these young people. Well, what's wrong with that child? He had no upbringing. Well, maybe he needs someone to speak into his life. You know, because sometimes people will listen to us, not being a family member, not being involved in their uh, in their family life. They listen to someone on the outside. They say, hey man, you know, you show me more care than mom or dad, and we don't want to show them more care, but we want to show them the care that they can get from mom and dad if they listen to them. Because let's face it, we grew up, and sometimes we think mom and dad is out of touch with things. We think they're old school. Mom, they don't do things like that. They don't do things like that. But, yeah, we'll go to someone else and ask for advice. But we want them to go to the right person to ask for advice. Mom and dad, they know what's going on. And as a child grow up, they'll look back and say, Mom and dad, I appreciate what you had done. I knew that y'all done the right thing based on what you knew. But uh, And thank you. But then along that life journey, when they leave their house, when they gone eight hours a day because of school activities or functions or work or whatever, they meet other people along the way, and those other people have a, a great impact in their life. I remember when I was growing up and I needed to work on cars, and I met guys living around in our housing unit, and the guys that I worked with, they taught me how to work on a car, and that's, so, and that's a valuable asset to me now. I know how to do the little things to a car. Yeah, and, and, and because someone took time out and grew me up the right way. We thank Mike for ministries like his and, and for what he's embedded in the life of a young man, like fishing, you know. Uh, someone took time out and encouraged me fishing, me and some other group of young men fishing, and they taught us patience, man. You know, because when you fish, you have to have patience. You bait your hook and you sit back and you wait. But while you wait, you contemplate, you think about your future, you think about your past, you think about where you want to be at, and you having a good time, and it gives you opportunity to just reflect on life and you look around and you can see God is all over the place. He's in everything, nature and 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 things of that nature. So it give a young man to realize that there's something greater than him that's God. And also giving back. We want to teach our young men to give back. What profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his very soul? Give back, give back. That's what I encourage our young men. Never get so caught up pursuing the things of God that you're not concerned about the people of God. 